Sugar Baker Podcast Maker, the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy, from recipe favourites to biscuit chat. So, Summer, welcome to the podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. So I'm Summer, also known as Simply Sumptuous on Instagram. Um, I've been running my page for just under a year now, um, but an avid foodie, obviously, which is why I'm here today to chat all things food. Um, I'm really excited to be speaking with you. It's lovely to have you. Now on to some food questions. (laughs) So what did you have for supper last night? So last night I actually went out um, in central London. So it wasn't a home cooked meal by any means. As much as my page is definitely recipes, I do love to eat out. So last night I went out to Amazonico in London. So it was the first time that I went there. Um, And it was a really nice vibe, actually. They had like a live band playing. It was like a mixture of... um, south american and asian inspired food so i had a mixture of cuisines i feel i had sushi to start which was really lovely and um, like a king crab sushi i had some calamari it was actually quite fish based when i think about it and then for my mains i had um I did a full three course, by the way. So this is a big, oh, nice. big dinner for me. Um, for my mains, I had a sea bass with like a plantain um, side, which was quite unusual, but it was really lovely. And then for dinner, uh, for dessert, sorry, which was the best bit, I had it was like a honey roasted pineapple with coconut sorbet. Um, so yeah, I ate really well last night. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, that's one to add to my list as well. <laughs> Definitely. I would, I'll be doing a review on the page, but I would highly recommend it. It's a nice chance to get dressed up and have some music and good food. Yes, definitely. Sounds fantastic. Okay, so what was your favourite kind of food while you were growing up? I think comfort food is a very big thing to me in my house like food in our house is like love so I think um I'm Asian in heritage so it's always kind of mum's home-cooked meals Indian cooking but then on the other side of the coin pasta is like the biggest comfort food to me because it could be lasagna pesto pasta different shapes so I think it's either like a really good curry like authentic mum's curry or just some lovely pasta with tomato sauce and cheese and that sounds really boring but I think that's kind of my memories of growing up is yeah good like good food that's so lovely I agree with you on that pasta everyone says that, that tomato sauce and cheese on pasta is not like fabulous whatever but yeah. I think if you just want to have that for supper why not so I know I I think it's like it's so satisfying and as I said it kind of just you know you can't go wrong with it and also you can switch it up veggies meat like every pasta shape under the sun is like a different meal so I think yeah yeah it has to be one of my comfort foods definitely okay so what is your current favorite kind of food oh good question I would say as I've gotten older and started I never used to eat things like sushi when I was younger we didn't really go to sushi restaurants and that's something um 
I probably got into as I've gone out for dinners with friends and stuff. So maybe as I was a late teenager, I tried sushi for the first time. So I definitely say like Japanese cuisine um, as a cuisine and probably just um, Turkish food as well, because it's like fresh grilled meat. You know, it's, if I'm trying to be healthy as well when I'm going out, you know, it's not fried or anything. So I'd say um, Japanese and Turkish food. And I think also it's quite cool to try to recreate that at home. Like that's the best part about going to restaurants yes, um, is then when you find a dish and then you're like, oh, my gosh, how did they do this? Or I want to try and make this at home. So, so yeah. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so what is your current favourite place or restaurant to eat at? Ooh, I would say a recent restaurant that I went to that really knocked my socks off was actually Sheesh in Chigwell. So it's known for being quite like an influencer restaurant yeah. um it's turkish food and so sometimes when you see these restaurants that go like viral on tiktok or because influencers are going there i'm always very um cautious around am i gonna like the food is it gonna live up to expectations or is it just because yeah. they've got a nice flower wall and, and that kind of thing but i went and my expectations were exceeded like it's quite expensive so i don't think i'd go regularly but yeah. um it was the the quality of the food was really good so it was like I said kind of all grilled meat I always have to go for dessert um so they had like deep fried Oreos and the I, I like like bang for your buck the Oreos yeah the, the Oreos were like this big no and way. the platters of food it kind of made sense as to why it was so expensive so I would say if you're looking for somewhere where you can get dressed up but if you spend a lot, you know, you're not going to get like tiny portions. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just looks amazing. And as you say, I'm the same. Whenever I go anywhere that's been like heavily posted on Instagram, I'm a bit hesitant yeah. to be like, is this going to be any good? But I'm glad to know that one's good then. I'll try. I'll add that yeah. to my list as well. What's your favourite spot that you, or recent spot that you've been to? Um, so my recent favorite restaurant is probably the Giggling Squid. It's a Thai Ooh, restaurant. I've not tried it. Yeah, I've heard of it. But I've not tried it. They have a few around the country. I've been to mm-hmm. the one in Oxford, but I know they have one in Stratford and they have somewhere not far from London, maybe even some in London. And it is the best Thai food I've ever had. It is so good. Oh, wow. It's That's fresh. a big statement. <laughs> It's so fresh and so delicious. Like there's so much flavour. It's just amazing. I can't wait to go back. <laughs> oh, I'll I'll be adding that to my list. I like like um Southern Asian flavours. I love good Thai food. So um yeah, no, I've I've seen that on Instagram. So it's good to hear again that it's not one yeah. of those just hyped up places. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay, so what kind of food do you used to dislike but now you like? I think this is quite a common one, but it was mushrooms. So as I was, I just, I don't know, I can't remember a time liking them. It's always been something I've disliked. I never liked the texture, the smell, the flavour, just everything, no matter what shape or form that they came in. Um, But, and I would still keep trying them because I think the more you try something, you're more likely to to like it. And then Mm -hmm. my dad made, 
um, like big portobello mushrooms. He just puts pesto, mozzarella, and he bakes them. And they always look so good and smell so good. And I think part of me has always wanted to like them. So I've, yeah. I've started to try them more. Um, and I've had things like mushroom risotto. So I would say maybe in the last two years, I wouldn't say I'm a lover but yeah. I do like them now, which has been a very big change because anyone that that knows me knows it's been something that I've hated literally since I was really, really young. It's fair enough, though. They have a very weird texture. So, but I think they're so versatile now. So now I like them. I get why people like them because you can. Yeah. It's a topping, or it's a good like um a good vegan alternative. If I'm going out and I do want to eat veggie or vegan, sometimes a lot of the times it's like jackfruit or it's mushrooms. So I think now it gives me more choice um when I'm going out to eat as well. The fact that I I do like them now. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay, so what is your current favorite vegetable? I would say, I don't know if tomatoes count as a vegetable. I think they're a fruit, aren't they? Yeah, but you can, I'll let you off. I would say really ripe buffalo tomatoes at the moment. Yeah. Or um, broccolini, because at the moment, my dad makes sourdough at home, um, like fresh. So having like a slice of toasted sourdough with mozzarella and like big juicy tomatoes and just olive oil like keeping it really really simple when they're in season I think nothing beats it it's so fresh and you just feel like you're in Italy having something like that and then the broccolini I think is just always a good side I'm not I'm I don't really go for broccoli but there's something about broccolini you just feel a little bit more posh having it like yeah (laughs) so yeah and that's the thing we didn't have broccolini growing up really so I don't know where this newfound love of it's come from but it's a good side (laughs) yeah and the freshly made bread and mozzarella tomatoes that sounds amazing I could absolutely (gasps) go for that right now (laughs) I know it's heaven it's heaven okay in your opinion what is the most overrated food I would say overrated but I still love it because yeah. everyone does is avocado because this is again in our house we did not grow up eating avocado and toast and I think in the last maybe five years you can't beat avocado and toast with poached eggs but it doesn't really add anything like I love it <laughs> it's a nice addition it tastes good but I think it's definitely an overrated thing and I think everyone can see it's kind of it's gone viral. Avocado has gone viral in the yeah. last like few years, kind of thing. But I, I think before that, I wasn't really missing out. I do like it. I, I, I will say that. But it just you need to season it for it to taste good. So if you need to season it a lot, it's kind of like what's the point of it? I always have to add garlic powder yeah. or salt or pepper and things. So I would definitely say avocado. Yeah, good answer. <laughs> and what do you think is an underrated food? I would say this one I think is a bit of a difficult one I think as a food group it's just vegan food generally it's underrated because I've grown up eating meat um 
And I think my dad, again, all quite family orientated, but he went vegetarian in the last um, three or four years. So by default now, sometimes the meals that I make for the family have become vegan, not by intention, but in, if we're making yeah. a meat option, I'll maybe do tofu or something. And I think you do need to, um, again, season a lot of the alternatives. But I think as meat, someone who's grown up as a predominantly meat eater, I think it's only in the last few years I've really seen how many alternatives you can get. And I actually find now I'm not vegetarian, but I do eat um, a lot less meat. So I think a lot of the equivalents, like I prefer vegan meatballs to veggie meatballs. And a lot of your um, supermarkets like Tesco's or Asda's or Morrison's, their own brand stuff is almost better than the likes of corn. I do love corn, I should say, but they all do like cheaper alternatives as well so yeah. I think as a food group it's nicer to give yourself the option if you go out to say do you know what? instead of having a steak I'm going to go for the jackfruit option so it's yeah. a group rather than one particular food. No I like that I agree I mean I sometimes eat vegan food but it's only if it's something that I think oh that sounds delicious but if it's like a veggie mm. option but it also says veggie slash vegan I'm like Mm, Fair enough, exactly. that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm it's not nice a veggie. To switch it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm not a veggie, but I eat quite a lot of veggie meals. So when it's a vegan slash veggie option, I'm like, I'm trying a vegan option. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You feel like like you've done something good for the environment, the fact that you're not eating meat for that one day. So yeah. that's the perk of cooking it too. <laughs> Okay, so who is your current favourite chef? I would probably say, I don't know if he's a chef, but I just think it's a very refreshing cooking show, is Big Zoo. So he hosts Big Zoo's Eats on the channel Dave. And I just think he's hilarious. I think it's a really... Um, like I said, it's a refreshing cooking show. It's like comedy, but he's, the food he actually makes is really good. And I think Yes, he might not be a Michelin star chef, but when you're used to seeing a certain style of um, cooking show on TV, um, he needs more credit than I think he's getting at the moment because it is innovative. It's something different, yet the quality of the food is still just as good as something you may see from kind of your top end Obviously, you can't go wrong with Gordon Ramsay. I do love a bit of kitchen nightmares, but <laughs> I think I would, I would definitely say Big Zoo. I think um, I find myself laughing as much as I'm interested in what what he's making too. No, I still haven't finished a full episode of that because I kind of just, you know, occasionally put it on. <laughs> I think that I will now. Yeah, yeah, you def- definitely should. It's a good um, like show to have in the background, and then you you can laugh as well as want to know what he's making. Yes, definitely. Okay, so what was the last cookbook or recipe you enjoyed using? The last cookbook that I used, I don't, this isn't a book, but I think the most, the, the majority of the recipes I get are from fellow food bloggers. Yeah. So I would say Instagram is my cookbook now. So in our house, we have so many, but I find myself gravitating less to purchasing a new book or to going to the shelf and looking at a physical recipe. Because I think um, as foodies, I'll look at someone's page and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing. I want to recreate that and give them the credit for that. So I'd actually say 
it's just fellow food bloggers and their pages because I think our pages in essence if it is um recipe based rather than reviews that's that's like a it's like a virtual cookbook and you're getting to see what it looks like and how to make it and you can put your own spin on it and I think it's almost the greatest form of inspiration at the moment yeah I completely agree I mean I love a cookbook personally but I agree with you I do often pick things from Instagram that I've seen someone make and then recreate Mm. it so yeah definitely Okay, controversial question. <laughs> Which is your favourite ring on the hob? Okay. It's probably the medium size. Not the super small one, not the really large one, not the one with the two, sometimes people have with two rings. It's just yeah. got to go for your box standard medium because I think <laughs> you can go really low on the heat, you can blast it really high if you need to, or just mid-range. But the small one doesn't give enough power and the big, big one gives too much and you overcook stuff. So I think this one gives you the most control when you're cooking. It's a bit of a boring answer, but I like to keep it. It's not boring. That's such (laughs) a good answer. Thank you for that. I I love hearing people's answers. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, why do you need to know that? And I'm like, well, have you ever thought about what your favourite ring is? It's a great question. It's a great question. (laughs) On to the final meal questions. Ah! Okay, it's your final meal ever. You have no boundaries on how much you can eat. What will you be having and why? So what is your starter or starters of choice? Okay, so this is a big meal that we're going to go for here. So I I mentioned kind of some of my comfort food is mum's cooking. So my two favourite cuisines because I've grown up with Asian food is probably Indian food and then Italian food. So we're going to do a split culture cuisine meal here. So for starters, I think I would say tandoori chicken, lamb kebabs. My mum makes this spicy tomato chili chutney. So you can't have the grilled meats unless you have that on the side. Like a good fresh salad. So you've got the meats, the chutneys, a bit of salad on the side. But then also, this isn't even traditionally Italian, but I love a good mozzarella stick. So mozzarella sticks on the side of that as the cheesy option. Um, And if I couldn't have mozzarella sticks, I'd actually probably say like a baked camembert with crusty bread and a red onion chutney. So we're going for like two opposite ends, but a cheesy option and a meat fold option for the starters, I would say. Any other starters? I think that would be it. I think I think I'd be satisfied with that because the mains as well we're gonna really get into. Okay, it good. Um what drink are you having with your starters? So to start the meal, we're gonna go for a mocktail. I don't drink, so I do love a good mocktail, so I can feel like I'm enjoying the vibe of the last meal. So I would either go for a really um sour virgin mojito or there's a great um lemon mojito no it's not a mojito it's like a lemon mocktail that a restaurant in in london called harry's dolce vita do it's the best mocktail i've ever drank it's it's like lemon it's like a limoncello but no alcohol it's vanilla it's creamy and there's no alcohol in it 
but you feel like you're just having a good time when you drink it. So I would say I'd either go for a virgin mojito or whatever that drink is called because I have to get it every time I go there to eat. <laughs> That's another restaurant I've never been to, but I see so many people posting about it. Well, again, that's one I would say it lives up to the hype. If you if you pick um, from the menu, right, it's really good Italian foods. If you do go, I can give you some recommendations of what to order. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, so what are you having for your main or mains of choice? Okay, so this is the the big the big one. We're gonna go for mum again. This is I'm not even doing the cooking. My mom's gonna be in the kitchen for this <laughs> meal for me. Um, we're gonna go for my mum's chicken biryani. So it's like synonymous with big family celebrations she'll always make it and it's like a really big pot with potatoes like roast chicken it's spicy loads of fried onions in it but the key bit of this is um when you make a biryani which is rice and the meat you almost make like a curry first and then you layer rice curry rice curry and you kind of bake it once my mom makes the curry and she's tipped all of it out she leaves the pan for me and I always get a piece of crusty bread like this is out fail she even if I'm doing something she has to leave the pan for me only me in the house so part of this main has to be obviously the biryani but the pan with crusty bread and having all of the leftover sauce that's amazing so we do that which is really good. And she serves it with like um, a yogurt writer on the side with like cucumber and mint. So it's nice and cooling. And the second part to my main would have to be a veggie lasagna. I just, that is, if I'm doing two ends of the spectrum, those are my top two all time favorite meals. So veggie lasagna, I would say for sure and like the whole tray I'm not talking a small <laughs> portion these are these are big portions that we're going for here <laughs> I love that me too I would feel the same if it was my final meal <laughs> any other mains I think that that I think I would be full to the brim at this point but as I say there's always room for dessert so <laughs> and what drink are you having with your mains so mains I love orange fanta but it's got to be like the fanta you get abroad not in the uk where it's not as much sugar yeah. and it's like a faint orange like when you go to europe or to asia and it's bright you know that they put yeah. so many additives into it that fanta doesn't match the meal in any capacity doesn't have to uh i think that would be a good way to kind of wash all that those different flavors down <laughs> with something super sweet <laughs> Okay, so what are you having for your side or sides of choice? So my sides of choice, I would say, I know I'm having pasta, but I'm going to have some mac and cheese on the side of the lasagna as well. Yeah, so you can get, you can get a bit more like I said to you more pasta, there's no harm in doing that. I'd also say some veggie Goes or dim sum like I, I do love that with like crispy chili oil yeah I could just eat like unlimited dim sum that is my idea of heaven so I would say maybe some of those on the side with like some spring onions chili oil soy sauce dipping sauce that kind of thing some mac and cheese and roast potatoes <laughs> 
I don't know where I'm going with this, but I know that we're covering all bases, but I think roast potatoes are another comfort food as well. So you just, with some gravy on the side. Definitely. Three sides, that's a lot, but. You can't get full, it's fine. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your sides? I think at this point I need water to cleanse my palate. <laughs> to cleanse my palate. I know that that's a bit boring, but in the day in my day to day, um I start my day normally with black coffee and teas and I do just unless I'm going out, I don't really drink fizzy drinks or mocktails and that, or juices. My box standard is I always I always drink a lot and a lot of water. So I would say at this point to get myself ready for dessert just some still water okay so what are you having for your pudding or puddings of choice oh my gosh so first will be sticky toffee pudding yeah with double cream that's i don't do custard or ice cream double cream with sticky toffee pudding that's the first one then there's an asian dessert called gulab jamun and they're basically um deep fried donuts basically but they're soaked in sugar syrup and you have them with ice cream so you eat them hot so they come out of the fryer they get soaked in the syrup is flavored with like rose and cardamom and vanilla so very fragrant and then you serve them hot with a fresh with a fresh scoop of vanilla ice cream so I would say those and then the deep fried Oreos that I had at Sheesh because Essex is very far from me, but I would most certainly travel that far again just to have those deep fried Oreos because they were like on steroids or something. They were so big. So I'd, I'd go for three desserts. I always, whenever I go out, I can't, I have to have something sweet. I have to have yeah. something sweet. So you've got to go big or go home when it comes to desserts, I say. 100%. <laughs> and what drink are you having with your puddings? So, like I said, I'm a big tea lover. I've got my tea with me right now. It has to be either a jasmine tea. I'm a big herbal tea drinker rather than every now and again I'll do I'll grow English breakfast, but I love like green tea or fruit teas. Um, so I would say a jasmine tea or there's a great pucker, the brand pucker, do a tea. It's like a nighttime tea. So it's chamomile, honey and vanilla. That's the one I normally have before I go to sleep just to wind down um, and just soothe me before I sleep. So I'd say a good cup of tea, really. Great choice. (laughs) Okay, so will you be partaking in a cheese board? No, I'm really sorry, but no, I'm, I'm a, if, if I'm ending the night, I think if a cheese board came, I'd still have to order something sweet because I feel like with the che- I'd rather have the cheese board for my starter rather yeah. than to end the meal because I don't think it's ended until I've had something that's unctuously sweet. So I could I could add the cheese board to my starter with the camembert. Okay. That's what we were kind of going yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> And what drink are you having to end the whole meal? I think it would probably be a follow up on the tea because yeah. there's just in my mind there's never there's never too much in a day. I probably drink about five to six cups of herbal tea throughout the day. So if I haven't ended on the two flavors I said, I would probably go for the one that I'm drinking now, which is um, 
it's a chai so it's quite spiced which is nice I don't add milk to it it's just the tea bag but um I think it's a nice way to to wash everything down and to settle probably all the food that is in my belly (laughs) right now well thank you for telling me your final meal that sounded amazing (laughs) a lot of food best way though best way (laughs) Okay, so now for Biscuit of the Week. So what biscuits have you been eating this week? It's funny that you have this question because I think in the last two weeks, I've been eating the most biscuits I've ate since probably the pandemic. So this is a good time to have asked me. It's a very good time to have asked me. I think our house is going through a little bit of a biscuit craving at the moment. So we've been testing a lot. I would say it's between a chocolate hobnob or Tesco do these really nice double chocolate chip. I know it's a cookie, but I think it still counts. I'll let you off. And they they put them in the microwave for 10 seconds. And then when it comes out, it's like you've got a biscuit that size, but it's like cookie dough. So I think we'll either go for a cup of tea and a chocolate hobnob, or if I'm feeling a bit more luxurious and wanting to be indulgent, we'll go for Tesco's finest cookies because you can't beat that when it's nice and warm up the microwave. <laughs> Agrees. And what do you rate both of those out of 10? I would say we're going to go for a nine for the Tesco's finest. I think that edges it because you just feel like you've had a good end to the evening if you're watching TV with one of those. And we'll yeah. go close to, close for the chocolate hobble and we'll go for an eight out of 10 for that one. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you for those. I agree. Um. Okay, so do you have any local businesses you would like to give a shout out to? Yes, I do. So there's a lot of great restaurants in the area I live. I live in northwest London. um, And I think definitely over the course of the pandemic, it's been very difficult for restaurants, especially in hospitality. There's a great... um, there used to be a pub, but it's been converted into an Indian restaurant with a garden area, um, and it's called The Seven, and that's based in Harrow in northwest London. And then I would also say there's a great Thai restaurant on Stanmore High Street, which is newly opened, um, and their food is really fresh. Um, and I think it's a testament to the fact they've managed to open um their restaurant in the midst of the pandemic so I believe it's called Thai Green but I'll double check the name um I posted it to my page as well because they don't have Instagram but I know that they're um they're obviously looking for more people to come and visit but their food is really really good really good well thank you for those they sound fantastic I'm (laughs) forever adding stuff to my list for when I can (laughs) go out and about (laughs) Okay, so where can people find you? So you can find me on Instagram. Um, my at my Instagram is simply sumptuous underscore. Um, I'm always down to connect with new foodies. So feel free to drop me a DM, shout me out in the comments. If you don't like my post, if you like my post, I love a good bit of feedback. If you want me to make something new and test out a new recipe, feel free to reply to stories. Um, I've been taking a little break for the summer because I've just been enjoying eating out. But 
I have some exciting things coming in the next few weeks to stay tuned. There may or may not be a giveaway. So you had there's an exclusive be there. So (laughs) that's so exciting. And yes, if you are listening to this right now, um, the link to Summer's blog will be in the description box wherever you're listening to this. I was gonna say description box below, but that's if you on Apple Podcasts, isn't it? So yeah yeah so thank you so so much for coming on the podcast I've enjoyed it so much oh well thank you so much for having me this has been a really lovely experience and you've left me feeling like I need to have that dream meal now I am so hungry I can't explain it so I'm gonna need to go and gorge on either lasagna or get my mom to make me chicken biryani this weekend or something so thank you for having me it's been lovely well, let me know if you do actually manage to have those. The, I'll be sending you A hundred percent. No, but thank you very much. It's been it's been really fun. Yes, it's been so lovely to chat about all things food. So, thanks again. Bye. Bye. How lovely was that episode with Summer? I absolutely loved her food favourites and I loved how influenced she is by her lovely mother's home-cooked food. I am also the same with home-cooked food. It's lovely, it's the best and I'm very grateful she kept telling me lovely things that she grew up with. So if you would like to see more slash hear more from Summer, her food blog on Instagram is simply sumptuous underscore. And if you don't want to type that into the search bar on Instagram, there is a link in the description wherever you're listening to this and that is where you can find her. And I totally recommend you do because she has killer reviews on there and they are so, so useful when you're trying to find a restaurant in a certain area. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. I loved having a chat with Summer about all things food and food favourites. I also hope you're having a lovely day whilst you're listening to this. And if you would like to share this episode with anyone who you think would like this, please do, whether that is on social media, through a text, um, I don't know, through word of mouth. That's also very lovely. I love talking about my favourite podcasts. I've spoken at length about how many different podcasts I listen to weekly. So I would love it if you would tell other people about the podcast or even share it on socials. You don't have to. Speaking of socials, if you would like to hear and see more about the podcast, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and TikTok? Because if you love a food poll, like I say every week, if you love a food poll like I do, the Butcher Baker Podcast Maker Instagram is where that is. There are so many. And if you also, like me, are intrigued by people's food choices, well, if you're listening to this podcast, you are intrigued by people's food podcasts, put food choices. I don't know what's going on in my brain today. Um, why not follow Butcher Baker Podcast Maker on Instagram? Because I think it's quite fun. Uh, <laughs> 
I hope you're having a lovely day and if you would like to leave a review, please do. That would make my day. You can review on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, that is. But if you're not, don't worry and I hope you have a fabulous week and I will speak to you soon. So, bye! Baker podcast maker the food podcast series where we get to know a little bit more about the foods people enjoy from recipe favorites to biscuit chat